As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So Holly's uh, getting herself comfortable. Justin's getting himself comfortable. First, I'm going to say cheers and welcome to all our extended family. We do have an extended family because I did is exactly what I'm supposed to do. I love reading all their comments. Yes. So I'm going to say all of you, welcome back to another episode of Father Knows Something. And I'm really pleased to see that you guys have takes on what I say. And like I said, I'm not always right, but you know, I try to give the deliver the best thoughts that I have at the time. Other things that happened, I guess I went back to work a little bit. I went up north and uh, did a quick job in and out, and it's good to be back. And I, the funny story was, is I thought I got a, just, I'm, I'm trying to give you guys a little sample of what goes in our lives. I really thought I hit a home run on Wednesday night to travel Thursday night and thought I bought a $19 airplane ticket. Uh, I did buy a $19 airline ticket. However, you know, for like the year 2028. <laughs> what? Well, no, it was, it was a month away. I had the wrong date and I, I put it in kayak the correct way. And kayak kicked me out and it brought me back and then it changed the 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 month. <laughs> yeah, I would I just felt bad. So goes to show you guys, father only knows something. I do make mistakes and you know, we just have to learn to cope with our mistakes and do the best we can to, you know, navigate our lives and flow with the punches. That's right. So on that note, uh, tell us well, about that's a th- great segue into our theme. Uh, really, that's perfect. By the way, I I am uh, one week early with my Valentine socks, but I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for Valentine's. That's fine. You'll have a uh, a week to up the ante. It's nice. I'm just in my pajamas today again, nice and comfortable at home. That's what it's all about. Okay, today we are talking about coming clean. Explain that to me. Well, I think we just jump right in. You'll find right out. Okay, let's go. Number one. Hi, Dad, Morgan, Justin, and Holly. Holly. Yeah, right there, Holly. 
Thank you so much for all that you do. I'm not close with my dad, so I really appreciate hearing Jerry's fatherly perspective. Today, I need my own fatherly perspective. Please and thank you. I'm all yours. I, 26 female, you can call me Mel, have been with my fiance, 27 male, James, for six years. We've been engaged for a year now with plans to get married in 2024. James is amazing and treats me so well, always has. I know without a doubt he is the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. Now here's the problem. About a year and a half into our relationship, I was unfaithful. I was extremely attracted to a close friend of mine, Kyle, 26 male, but we were both 21 at the time. Mm -hmm. There was always a lot of sexual tension between us and our friendship was textbook emotional cheating. I felt terrible for doing this to James, but it gets even worse. One night, Kyle and I were at a party and we were both very drunk. We went outside to smoke, not tobacco. And while we were out there alone, I got the terrible idea to kiss him. He kissed me back, but that's as far as it went. We agreed afterward it was a mistake and promised not to say anything about it ever again. Lately, when thinking about getting married, saying vows, and legally binding ourselves to each other, I've begun to question the morality of me keeping this secret. Mm -hmm. He has been cheated on in past relationships, and all of them ended over it. But in those cases, the girls who cheated actually slept with another person. I feel terrible for what I did, but I really don't think it was the same. However, there is no way for me to know if James feels the same without telling him. If this is an offense worth breaking up over, I feel like he deserves to know. This is where it gets even more complicated. I don't think James wants to know. A long time ago, before I even knew Kyle, James and I had a hypothetical conversation about this exact scenario. A friend of mine had cheated on her long-term boyfriend. I advised her to come clean, saying that I would want to know if I were him. She disagreed and said that if roles were reversed, she would rather not know and live in blissful ignorance. I told James this, and to my surprise, he agreed with my friend. Kyle and I had a falling out and are no longer friends. I've moved on and am no longer attracted to Kyle and have not had a similar experience since. I could live the rest of my life with this secret. So... Is it morally correct to respect James's wishes and keep the secret so he can be blissfully ignorant? Or does he deserve to know the truth before we say, I do? Is doing what I consider to be the right thing worth potentially losing the love of my life? And if I tell him and he decides to stay with me, will I have tarnished our relationship forever? Please help. It is really tough to have your best friend not really know you. Right. And it's really tough for you to hold something back from your best friend, hence why we're having this conversation. So my answer really is take the time and open that conversation. You are my best friend. You are my life partner. I don't want to go into a marriage where we have any secrets, no matter how benign they are. And if I you know, had a speeding ticket and it bugged me. I would tell you about a speeding ticket. And in our early time of dating, when we were, I was 20 years old, or maybe she was 21 yeah. when it yeah. happened. I mean, your relationship was in the infancy of its first, of, of where you were going. Today you are there. You have arrived and what you see to be your future. I would rather be able to know the truth. 
Because at the end of the day, if it ever came out, it's like, why did you hold that back? Why didn't right. you tell me? Right. Why didn't you give me the power to make my choice that I can make this decision clearly? Right. We've been battling on this thing called control and boundaries. Boundaries and control. And you not telling him the truth is not giving him the ability of making his own choice. So it's control. You're controlling that situation. Yeah. Now, there's no doubt that people might be listening to this out there and saying, you know, Dad, you got it all screwed up and, you know, you, you need your head examined, which probably is true. But I don't believe, you know, what he doesn't know won't hurt him. Because it always, for some reason, it may not be today, but tomorrow that snake is going to get loose. Right. And it can cause you a bigger problem. That's right. So is it's to, to me, I look at this as being benign. But to him, it might not be benign. But I believe in my heart he, he will get over it. And if, you, if it breaks you up, so be it. If it makes you stronger because you're able to be honest with each other, which I really believe is the case. Yep. Remember, he's your best friend. You must be honest with your best friend. There is no deceiving your best friend. There is no path. You take it and you grow from it. Right. And I, that's the way I see this. Well, and speaking of control, sure. what aspects of this can you control? Well, it's very tempting to hide it going forward. Mm -hmm. But there's an element of that that is very uncontrolled, which is another person that knows this secret. Mm -hmm. That other person you have absolutely no control over because all of a sudden, randomly, that person could have some weird spite and and instantly send your boyfriend a text, hey, or a, a message on Facebook, whatever it is. Guess what happened five years ago? I right. bet she hasn't told you. Now you're dealing with some crazy okay. shit. That goes back to the snake and now That's the right. But what you can actually control is coming clean mm -hmm. and bringing it out and Yes, you risk the fact that it might break you up, but you made that choice years ago. You made that risk five years ago. You didn't make that risk now. Well, she may not have known five years ago that she this really was the man that she was going to. Sure, I mean, but still, you, you know took my, the chance. You know my my you know my favorite saying: "All bets are off until I say I do." Now, yeah. now she says I do. She says I will marry uh, you. Right, and so with that. I think the only path forward to avoid the risk mm -hmm. of that and to be able to actually control the full situation is coming clean because who knows, it might bring you closer. You might connect on a deep, deep level. Mm -hmm. It might be so far past that he's like, well, it's kind of effed up that you didn't bring me this sooner. Mm -hmm. Cause that would be my first thing. Well, of course, thank you for telling me, why but why did it take so long? Mm -hmm. So be prepared for that conversation to hopefully continue this because it sounds like you guys have something beautiful right. aside from this one, you know, bump in the road. And the, and the biggest thing that I really see is the one that's going to, it's disturbing the most more than him. It's disturbing you. Right. And, it, and it's going to affect him in, in this little, it's, it's almost like having a, a metal sliver. Yeah. You know, I used to work with metal and I've had metal slivers that have gotten into my hand or I've, and let me tell you something. That thing gets infected. It's always gnawing at me. It's a. It's just a thing that you 
that I literally sometimes just take my nails and dig in and grab yeah, and yeah, make yeah. a big hole in my palm of my hand just to get rid of it because I know it will heal. Right. This is reaching in and digging it out and going forward with your life and let it heal and be clean. Yeah. And that's the way, especially in a marriage or in anything, not to put any walls up or barriers between the two of you. Yeah. Crushed it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Number two, hi, Father Knows Crew. I'm a big time fan of this show, NTHT. You are always a bright spot in my week. I, female 22, have been with my boyfriend, male 22, for three plus years. We met in September, our freshman year of college, and have been together since that October, and we are now seniors. He is my best friend. I spend more time with him than anybody else, and he knows everything about me. But... I just found out that he cheated on me a couple of months ago in November. I go to a small college in Colorado and found out because the girl apparently posted about it anonymously on Yik Yak and my teammates, I'm on the volleyball team here, messaged her about it for information and screenshots. I confronted him about it tonight and he was completely honest, answered every question I asked and really showed true remorse. It may be naive of me, but I do believe him when he says he regrets it and feels so much guilt and loves me more than anything and will do whatever he needs to do for me to believe that. The story is that he met her at a party one weekend in November and exchanged Snapchats. They saw each other at a party the next weekend and had sex. They continued to text at the beginning of Thanksgiving break, and then he felt terrible and blocked her before we even got back from that break. So in total, they had sex once and texted roughly for two to three weeks. I really don't want to break up with him. He is truly my best friend and I've planned to have him in my life, but I don't know how to function right now. We scheduled therapy together for two days from now, but I honestly don't know how to act. What do I do to move past this? I want to be normal again, but how can I get there? Well, the one thing you said is we're best friends. And I would use our friendship uh, to try to navigate just being honest and keep going forward with your friendship 
and you'll see how you feel intimately with him. Look, you may trust him as your friend, but you may not trust him intimately that he's going to remain that way. And, you know, time will, you know, prove out. I have certainly been in relationships where I've loved someone very much. Uh, they have bro they have cheated on me or vice versa. Maybe I went out with somebody else. I mean, I, I was young once myself. Yeah. What happens is that you break up. Somebody finds out about it. Someone, you know, gets upset. If not, both people do. Mm -hmm. And that's the relationship. And next thing you know is you're on your own cruising the streets of, uh, of Milwaukee. <laughs> and you, you go back and you go, you know something? I really miss, I mean, it might take four months. It could take five months. I don't care what she did. I don't care what I did. I miss them or they miss me. Mm -hmm. And we get back together after six months and say, I missed you. And they'll say, I missed you too. And you guys try it again. Yeah. And you see if you've learned anything from it. Right. So it doesn't have to be over. What has to be over is the pain that keeps coming out. And the fact that you guys know about it, you have vented about it, and you're trying to deal with it, I think, is the responsible thing. Right. And I guarantee you, you guys are not together and you guys take a, a segue apart, even though you may find somebody else, you may still miss that person. Yeah. Because that's human. It's, it's just human nature. If somebody was that special to you, and you had all those positive experiences, the one experience that you would think would be the deal breaker, you guys may be able to get over. Don't think that you're the only ones in relationships that have had infidelity. It, you, didn't you, you didn't invent this. Right. It's happened before. It's what you're going to do about it and what you guys mean, mean to each other and can you get over it and heal? Because typically you can say, yeah, I know what happened that time. I don't. I really don't want to discuss it, but I'm all aware about it. We've moved on, and it really has healed, and you're able to go forward. Yeah, I think it depends on the the people, depends mm -hmm. on the couple, because there's a bunch of different ways this could go. Mm -hmm. You could be reacting out of shock, and you know, at 22, this three plus years, you're in a of a serious relationship, long-term relationship, and you might be reacting out of shock and being blind to kind of the bigger issues in this relationship. Because it's always easy, no matter what happens, to say, oh yeah, well, let's just keep trying and like try and move past this. What is the bigger issue here? Why? I mean, I'm interested. And why did he decide to go have a fling? Why right. did he decide? What happened that this person at this party, who he barely knew, was able to penetrate him to say, "Yes, let's go." You know, let's go at it. Was it purely lust? Was it the fact he wasn't certain? Did this experience turn around and say, "Wow, I realized that," you know, it's the physical act basically might be the same as with anybody else, but there's an emotional thing here that I really don't need to, to, to go here again, that right. it might seem like it will be fun at the moment, but I really realized once I did it, I couldn't wait to get out of there and get, get back home to, to, you know, to my girlfriend. 
Well, right. And so I think the thing is, if you are certain, if you've really thought about it and you're certain you want to try and move forward, Mm -hmm. really see if all these very cliche things he's saying, you know, he regrets it, feels so much guilt, loves me more than anything, will do whatever he needs to for me to believe that's all easy to say. I've seen that in like a million write-ins. I've seen mm-hmm. that in TV shows, movies, everything. Those That's the most easy stuff to say. See if there's action. See if there's actual ways he's making you feel more secure and more trust in this. Because if, if not, then we're just going to postpone the problem. It's going to happen again. You're going to be heartbroken. And I mean, f- fair. Then you can deal with it then. But I think if you go forward, you know, it's it's really tough because he could really have changed. It but, could have shocked him into being like, nope, this is who I really want. I'm going to put everything into this. And you guys might be fine forever. I don't know. Now, are they best friends? Apparently. So let the friendship guide you. Let it let, let it grow. Don't Don't hesitate the friendship. Yeah. I mean, he certainly was honest about it. He was. He didn't lie and say, "No, it didn't happen." That is a good thing. He, yes. He he took the he took the bullet and said it happened. Yeah. But you guys also have to recognize, reality is that you guys were young, and a lot of shit happens when everyone's hormones are running and you you're really trying to figure this out. You're not married. You didn't go to say I do. You're you're saying right now, I'm thinking about it. I'm right. enjoying this. I'm here. Right. You know, we we haven't really taken our vows of, yeah, you said I'm not going to date. I don't want to date. I want to be with you. I love you. But, you know, shit happens at, at this age. It does. But still, regardless, good on him to come clean when asked. It, but Important that he came clean. But he also could have come clean right after it happened. That's true, too. So you really got to look at, I don't know if it's it pros and cons. I don't know. You got to look at this. And then as you say, as you've said, to not carry that knife forward, mm-hmm. you do have to have your radar up because, I mean, unless you really, I don't know. It's so tricky. It's so messy. But use your gut to feel I've what always, I've want. always said if I was going to go out and date, I'm going to make sure everyone that's in my relationship world knows that, look, I'm dating and I'm not giving my commitment to one person or anybody. I'm going to explore at that current level. Yeah. Now, right now I don't have the choice, you know, the, de- the desire to date. I certainly have the ability in my relationship and especially my partner's relationship that she can do whatever she wants. If she felt that she wanted to date, I would, because I certainly haven't said, marry me. I'm saying that we're getting to know one another. There are things in this that we are learning in this period about each other that may or may not cause me to want to continue to have that relationship. Yeah. So it's important that everybody, you know, properly uh, positions themselves so the other party can certainly make a decision what they want to do about it and their choices and going forward in this in your growing relationship. Right. And if you're moving on, you're moving on. If you're moving forward, you're moving forward. And and if we're and we're just moving to see where how how we develop, 
you can be doing that too. It's it's all in the decision that the couple make with one another where we are. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that if somebody says something, they won't somebody won't be hurt or their insecurities won't pop up. But you got to definitely come clean before. And that's the one thing he did not do. He did not come clean before the event. He came clean after you caught him. Right. And that's, so I, gotta, I get that problem. Find a way to get to a real level of trust again. Yeah. Otherwise. You'll figure it out. And like I said, you may decide right now, you'll say, I just imagine yourself six months from now with him not in your life. How are you going to feel? If you're fine with him not being in your life with six, you know, six months from now, you're okay. If you might think that you might really miss him and he's important, then continue on a path, but you may want to keep, you know, take, take a slight back step where we are in our relationship yeah, yeah. until we can get there again. Okay. Well, I'm curious how this one evolves. Yeah. Let us know what ends up happening. And, and you might even say, do what do you really want at this point in time? Do we want to continue to date, but do we want to really keep the door open? Because that way there's no distrust. We already know that it's possible that you, that you may want to still date. You may not be sure yet. Yeah. So that's again, people make those decisions. True. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, number three, it's a long one. So I'm going to be reading it will for be, a long that, time. That apparently will be here till next week. Maybe. Okay. And then your socks will be perfect. Ooh. All right. Hello all. I'm in a messy situation and would appreciate some fatherly advice. Okay. I, 26 female, have been close friends with this guy, 26 male, we'll call him John, since the beginning of middle school. I found him to be funny, sweet, exciting, and handsome. It has always been apparent to me that there was something between us, and I always saw him as someone I could be more than friends with. But for a very long time, neither of us made a move. Years later, at one of our high school graduation parties, we shared a drunken kiss, but then quickly moved on with our lives and didn't take things further. We unfortunately lost touch for a few years after graduating. Fast forward to about six months ago. John reached out to me on Instagram and we picked things up right where we left off. He mentioned he had just got out of a four-year long relationship that ended just four months before we reconnected. I wasn't bothered by this because he was very eager to start a new chapter in his life and enjoy some time being single. I, on the other hand, have been single for the past four years and have been playing the field, not really finding the one. We made it clear to each other that I was looking for a relationship and he was trying to be single for a while. After talking, hanging out, catching up for a couple months, 
I finally got the courage to ask him, with all the sexual tension between us for years, why had we not done the deed already? He said he was glad I brought it up because he felt the same way but was always too nervous to make a move. We then quickly became friends with benefits but didn't rush to put an official label on our relationship. Everything was going really well. We were talking every day, seeing each other regularly, going out, and just generally having a good time. Last month, I received notice that I needed to vacate my room that I was renting. I, of course, gave John this news, and he, being a new landlord of a fourplex, offered an open apartment to me if I was interested. I weighed the option. I know an outside observer would probably scream no to the idea of moving into a place when there are feelings between landlord and tenant. I definitely mulled this over in case things didn't work out between me and John. But we've been friends for a lot longer than we've been friends with benefits. He's someone I trust and respect, and I don't think he would screw me over even if things went south between us. I also made sure this was something he was actually prepared for, and he said he thought we were both mature enough to handle the situation. Not to mention he already rents to his friends, and the apartment is pretty nice and in a great location. Anyway, fast forward again to two weeks ago. I just moved in all my stuff to this new apartment. When I noticed he wasn't reaching out as much, maybe only once or twice a day, when I would flirt with him, he wouldn't reciprocate. This went on for a few days before I asked him if everything was all right since we were both prone to depression and tend to isolate ourselves when we're down. He then broke the news to me that he had met a girl that he's interested in. He said he's never had to deal with a situation like this before and he's a little freaked out about his own feelings, but that he doesn't want to mess around with multiple people and thinks he should pursue this other girl and see where it goes. I decided to get off my chest that I felt strongly about him, that I'd hoped to eventually date him. He is very apologetic to have cut things off so abruptly and he said he would still try and be friends. I appreciate how he handled the situation. He's very honest and a good communicator. There's no bad blood between us. We both knew where we stood from the beginning. And yet I can't get him out of my head. I don't want to go back to being friends where I just repress my feelings that I have for him. It's been only two weeks and I know I will eventually move on, but he's my school crush and close friend. I felt like I was so close to having what I really wanted for a brief period of time before it was cut short. I'll be honest, I'm feeling heartbroken and that makes me feel even sillier, maybe even stupid about this whole situation because I feel like I shouldn't have been getting my hopes up to be in a proper relationship with him. All that leads me to think I don't know if I can actually be a very meaningful friend in his life if I feel one way and he feels another. And now as cherry on top, I'm in a year lease with him as my landlord. We haven't spoken since he cut things off with me. Am I just a big dummy for getting feelings wrapped up in a friends with benefits situation? Am I wasting my time to hope that he might come back around? Any advice you could offer me would be very appreciated. We meet somebody. We get excited. And we hope that we found the one. I've done that a lot. Not once. I've done it a lot. And I am sure that he may also feel that he found somebody that could be someone that he can really maybe possibly spend the rest of his life with. He's certainly excited about it enough to quit sleeping with you and having that relationship and 
not knowing how to deal with all this. But again, you were friends. Mm-hmm. And you decided to cross the line and be friends with benefits. And yes, this now complicated it. But the fact that you have, you took the place, you fully were aware what could happen. So stick with your friends and realize this, that if, if you really are a friend of his and you really do care for him, and he did find the person that is really his match, wouldn't you feel good that he really found somebody that's going to be what he believes is his best match? And that is, takes a lot of maturity. Definitely. And if you can put yourself in the part that your friend really found his match, the person that is his person, that they get along like whatever, because he's experienced you. He knows what it is to have that life with you. And if this person really offers him something that he didn't feel he can, you know, achieve with you, then let him see if this is really what it is. And if it's real, bless, bless, the, bless their hearts. But the percentage of that happening isn't... That's true. It ain't 100. That's true. It may be 50. It may be 40. Think about all the men that you know that you may have met and at first thought they were that, that person. You know, you guys can have this amazing uh, history. Yeah. That takes a lot to overlook. And right now, somebody finding somebody and being in their relationship for four months or three months or two months, you know, whatever it is, yeah. that's that's lust. And there's a lot of things, you know, it takes a year at least to really get to know somebody and start having these behaviors that they have come out between year one and year two. Yeah. And you got a long haul. So my answer is be the friend. Continue on with your life. You've been dating for years. You haven't found that right person. He may, he may not be that person, but there's a lot of discovery still to go on. So just don't overreact. Don't yeah. don't get your head caught up in this thing. Just take it each day for what it really is and the value of what it really is and keep living. Yeah. I mean, I know these feelings. I definitely had this like girl in high school that I was getting close with and getting very excited about. And then all of a sudden one day on Facebook is posted, she was dating a different guy. Mm -hmm. So I know those feelings, Mm -hmm. but given the history and the situation, I agree, especially since you will, I don't know how often a tenant and a landlord see each other, but just, you know, just to keep the peace be friends mm-hmm. as much as you feel comfortable being friends. Just keep the connection because, you know, you guys have history. They got history and S- since they were thirteen years old. They have history. That's right, and it keeps the door open. But also be mindful that this also might be his forever person. So look out for yourself. Look out for your own feelings, and maybe don't quite fully shut the door, but maybe get it close so it's just cracked open so that if he does get to a point where he is moving on, moving forward with this girl, then you don't have to be heartbroken all over again, Mm -hmm. but keep keep that crack open because if they fall apart and he comes back and says, you know, I made a big mistake and I, I would really love to actually try something with you, 
you're not too moved on and too distant to like not maybe follow that. And if you are, it's fine when that happens, but maybe just like for now. It, it's nice to have that idea of the door just just cracked open. You, you, if if you just follow your 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 heart and and follow your mind, you'll stay out of trouble with it. Because obviously, maybe or maybe you don't want to just be the friend with benefit in in the in between. I mean, I don't think that being the in between is a great place because your your emotions will get caught up again. Yeah, and next thing you know is you're hurt. Right. So you know you got to really determine on what you mentally can handle with all this. Yeah. So good luck to you and let us know how uh, it goes. And I hope that we are going to continue this thing for years to come. That's right. And so, uh, you know, chime in, let us, let us know periodically what's going on. Yeah. Whole lot of Jerry left to, uh, to get out in the world. (laughs) All right. What do we got next? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Number four, number four, cruising. Hi, Jerry and potential guests. That's me and Holly. Holly. I found your podcast through THT and I find your advice so cathartic. I love listening to you encourage others to be naked, as you said in the last episode. Uh, one of the first episodes. No, love and what is part two. I Just said, I really, I said naked there too. Yeah. Wow. Well, I believe in it. I recently wrote in about this issue, but I've taken some time away from it now and am returning with a clearer head. The facts are these. I, 24 female, am in love with my close guy friend, 24 male, let's call him Phil. And I want to confess my feelings, but I need some help figuring out how. My mind is made up on this. I have to tell him because it's driving me crazy, wondering that dreaded what if question. If the OP of the first story in the last episode is listening, I'm in the situation that you fear and it is agony. There really is nothing like loving a close friend. Trust me. I've been looking for something better for years now and it has rendered me romantically stinted. I'll give you some context about our relationship before delving further. Sorry for how long this is. We first met in elementary school and I instantly knew he was going to be important to me. I developed a major crush on him in high school. Our close friends were dating, so it was always the four of us hanging out with each other. We all planned on going to the same college together, and when our eventual friends broke up, we were able to maintain our friendship. I actually got closer to him in college, and this only made my feelings grow. The reason why I never confessed my feelings was because Phil was constantly cycling through girlfriends. Every single one turned serious slash long-term, so I would bow myself out and try to put my affection elsewhere 
to no avail. Keep in mind that this whole time our families have maintained a consistent friendship, so even if I tried to distance myself, which I now know was stupid to do, I would eventually end up seeing him. Every time he enters these new relationships, I feel the heartbreak all again. I'll spend the time when he's single trying to build up the courage to confess, only to be too late. Last summer, he broke up with his girlfriend of two years, and even though I was hesitant, I knew this was my time. I spent weeks getting myself together, talking to him every day to build my courage to confess, and then the next thing I hear is he already has a new girlfriend. In less than a month, he had moved on. It crushed me. This heartbreak has been worse than any of the times in the past. As soon as I think I'll be okay, he'll reach out to me and every word I say feels like a lie. It was good seeing you. Yeah, I loved meeting your girlfriend. She seems cool, and so on. Phil still lives in our hometown, and after graduating college, I moved to a big city about two hours away. I visit home relatively often, every few months or so, and I usually see him. His new girlfriend is from a town four hours away from our hometown, and they've been going back and forth, so she said she's going to move in a few months to be with him. I'm feeling it now, this urgency, that I need to confess now or I'll never get a chance again. I just don't know how. Before you say anything, I'm fully aware that I'm playing into the stereotype of the girl best friend that all girlfriends fear, but if I had to choose, it wouldn't be this way. My feelings for him have taught me so much, and it breaks my heart that he may never know their extent. My current plan is to invite him out somewhere next time I'm in town and hand him a letter I wrote with confession and ask him what he thinks. He writes poetry, so I might play it off as that before giving it to him. For some reason, calling him or texting him doesn't feel like enough. I care about him so much and I'm prepared to do whatever it takes to keep him in my life, whether as a friend or more. This is a a delicate problem. You don't want to have something happen where you misread his full intent and next thing you know is he feels awkward to have this friendship with you. And that would kill you as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I if this was on the live, you know, where we have, you know, what do we do? Um, group therapy. Group therapy. If this was on group therapy, I mean, I would certainly say, have you ever felt that he, at any point in time, really wanted to hook up with you? That there was a physical attraction, not just the friendship attraction, but there, there was some chemistry that was there. Because, you know, let me put it this way. A friend of your family, Justin, comes to you. You've been dating Morgan for a while. And she says, yeah, and it's someone that you've always liked, made a family friend. Yeah. And she says, Justin, I really want you to know how in love with, with you I am. And I really want to try a relationship. You are so disconnected from that concept. How are you, what's going to happen when that, when that happens? Right. What what are you going to feel? Well, probably nothing. You, or you also might feel there's a problem because you yeah. got to you got to not hurt this well, person. I know feelings. I meant nothing like romantically that way, but right, you but would instantly kind of be like, because you you well, you have a human side of you, and you're going to you know take some of that burden and try to figure out some right. What I'm trying to say is that this guy might also take some of that burden if he has any of those feelings that you are. And he is attracted to you and he just didn't know how to let you know 
that he was attracted to you, then yeah, there might be something to to say, but you also have to be brave enough to say, you know something, I don't want to lose our friendship. And if this is something that you had in you, I want to explore it. That you can prob- probably say, but to profess I'm in love with you and I can't get you out of my mind, that gets weird. It's what you see in the movies. So, and you might want to wait till he's in between again, at least, because right now you are dealing with problem A. He is seeing this woman. He, he is thinking about moving in with her. And then you're going to be saying maybe in your head, well, if I tell him I'm in love with him, he might just kibosh that right now. That goes back to your instincts. Right. Has he ever given you any reason? And you need to really examine that one. That's is there, true. Is there been any moments that you have really felt that he has been wanting and yearning for you for a period of time and he just was too afraid to really say it? And same, same kind of thing. Same, yeah. So this is a judgment call that, you know, the, the only one that knows the answers to some of the stuff is you because. Let me tell you, Justin and I sit in here and Holly has offered nothing on this. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so I'm only concerned that you don't put yourself into a maneuver that really becomes, you know, a problem. Yeah. And I also believe in the truth. You know, th- there is something that you better be damn sure that you really want this thing because, you know, it, it, it's all how you present it. It is, and which might be tricky with him being this serious. He sounds like a serial dater. I mean, he does. He moves he does. on. That's like what... in a month, he had this new girl. So who knows the true extent of how far this relationship goes? Nobody, nobody can guess. But I agree. You kind of miss the window, right? The single window where you could have said it, and then you'd have less. I think there's less of a risk in the single days because I think there's less chance to fuck up everything if he's not interested your friendship and everything. But if he's really into this girl and not interested in you at all, and you go do this when he's like, you know, they're considering moving in. Right. It might also screw up a friendship, but also at this point, if your feelings are this strong, well, I guess you say, I, got I want to, well, but here's her ideal outcome. I want to be with him more than anything, but I've come to peace with the fact that it probably won't happen. At the end of the day, I just need him to know everything. So here's a question. Why has, if he, if he was in love with you, why has he not made any advancement with that? And the man that you really want to be the man in your life, wouldn't you want him to be able to come clean? Or does it work both ways? Because you haven't come clean, why should he come clean? Yeah, because... It's it's a hard boundary to cross. It's just like the stories we get with people dating within friend groups. And it's like, well, I don't want to screw up the whole friend group. And it becomes kind of taboo, right? So it becomes with family, friends and stuff, They he might have always seen him and her being a thing as kind of like taboo. Like, oh, you just don't go there. What about the rule, all is fair in love and war? Well, yeah, but if there, you got us, there's these like random guidelines, taboos that, get in a place with no one saying them. It just kind of happens. It's kind of like the thing where you don't date your friend's ex kind of thing. So I 
I will say this, and I don't mean, and and I have to step on it before I forget, because <laughs> I'm going to probably forget it anyways. The 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 bottom thing is is that, and I did forget it after all that. Damn it! Damn it! Go back to what you were saying and pretend, and then cut this all out. And it's coming down to me for if she just, no matter what, no matter the consequence, no matter what happens, just needs to get it off her chest and tell him. What do you say to that? Yes. Just do it? Do it. At the end of the day, just saying, look, I'm not here to go mess with your head. And and you just have to do it in a matter of fact that you can't do it in a way that he's going to feel guilt if he doesn't have that feeling. You right. just have to do it in a way of saying, look, I just want to make this matter of fact. There is a feeling that I have that I really want to make sure that you're aware that I'm open to having a relationship to see if we can really grow somewhere on a bigger level. Yeah. I don't know if this person you're with is going to be temporary or or full. You know, you can say, look, if this one is really something different, special, I respect it. But I'm letting you know that I do have deep feelings for you. And I do truly look forward to the times that we do spend together. And I appreciate our friendship more than anything, which means, and the way I see it, that I would appreciate a life with you. And if it's something that, we're, we, that we ever have the ability of, of examining, I'm, I'm here for it. And that's a, that's a mature approach. Yeah. So, and then you can certainly say, you gave it your shot. You brought you you aired it. You did it right. You didn't throw any guilt. It's off your chest. There was no guilt in that in that conversation that we just role played. Right. So I would suggest give that one a shot. Well, definitely let us know on this one. Absolutely. I because you never know. You, you never know. You don't. And and I don't think that you should also go and say I I didn't take that chance. Right. You know, love is taking a chance. So the what ifs, so, I always say, do whatever you can to not have the what ifs. Yeah. The what so, ifs will kill you. So do it without throwing guilt into it. You definitely got to keep it very uh, on that edge of, it's matter of fact. And yes, you. if, if it ever happens, you're open to, to trying it and see where we go with it. Yeah. And that way he's not feeling guilt. True. There you go. What do we got next? Last one. There's the last one. Number five. Okay, here we go. Hey, Jerry, Justin, Morgan, and Holly. There she is. Thank you so much for this podcast as it has brought me so much comfort and peace. Here's my write-in. Okay. Me, female, and my boyfriend have been dating for six months. He is four years older than me. We will call him A. Six months ago- This is like a mathematical equation. You know that. Yeah, yeah. A plus four. Okay, go ahead. Six months ago, I was dating someone else, who I broke up with to be with A. Since he treated me infinitely better than my ex, even as a friend at the time, A and I have a wonderful relationship, hardly any issues, always full of love and compassion. He has always been there supporting me through every step of my life, and I do the same for him. We spend almost every day together. I'll admit our relationship has moved pretty fast and that might have contributed to my issue here. He's always brought up moving in together and in the future, marriage. Something that I feel a bit rushed into. Here's my issue. I have a male best friend 
call him B, who I've known since high school. We hang out a couple times a week, talk about life, get food, etc. Physical looks-wise, he's everything I've ever wanted in a partner and is emotionally healthy. B and my boyfriend, A, have met and become good friends. Lately, I've found myself crushing on B. I don't want to cheat on my boyfriend or break up with him because he is my everything. But I can't shake these feelings for B. I need help navigating this situation. And B hasn't made any any mention or any advancements to even give her the suggestion that he's interested. Not that we see here. Okay. Ideal outcome. Some advice on how to get over this crush while maintaining a friendship with B and keep a healthy, loving relationship with my boyfriend. Now, this is really interesting. B, she is attracted to. Yes. Her boyfriend, maybe not as much as B. B has got some chemistry. That's right. And... Mm, I have to read you the anything else. I just looked at it. Go ahead. I feel awful for this, but a month into our relationship, I cheated on A. It was a one-night hookup when I was still dealing with the emotion of my previous breakup. I've never told A this because I knew it would be crushing. I never want to hurt him, and I already feel awful and promised myself I would never, ever do it again. I currently am in college, work part-time, and live at home. My entire family has met A and absolutely love him. They already treat him like family. I've met A's family through phone calls and video chats as they live out of state, and it seems like they love me too. Honesty is the best policy. It is. And my answer to you is, I think you need to let A know that as much as you you care for him and much as you want to date him, that we're young into this. And I need to just be sure that I can develop all my options on dating to make sure that I am certain that you are the person. I am not looking for a, mon- a monogamous relationship. I do want to see you. I do want to date you. But I do have an interest in dating other people. And at least you're clean. You're not being, and give him the ability of saying, you know something, I'm, I'm willing to go along with this. Because you don't want to, to say, look, I don't want to be a cheater. I don't want to lie to you. What if she does want to be monogamous and just has made that switch in her mind? Yes, I want to be monogamous. I want to get over this crush. And I guess you got to come clean it, it, on the it, cheating. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's If it's not this crush, she's not ready to be in a relationship and, 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 and non-committal. She is really in the position of saying, honey, I like dating you and I want to, I'm not ready to move in. Yeah. And I may want to go on a date with somebody else. It doesn't mean I want to go fuck the world, but I may want to go have a date to see if I, if, if there's other people that interest part of me that, that, that I, that I'm certain that I don't want to see anybody else. I'm too young at this point in time. Yeah. And if you can't accept that, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I can't promise you something I can't deliver. And, guess, give him, yeah. and give him the opportunity to say, you know something, I'm going to be patient. We're going to try this and see how we go, and I'm willing to do that yeah. and date. And and recognize that you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But I would not lie. I would not hold all this in. I would just be, let it all fly. Because at the end of the day, you can't get in trouble. That's true. I mean, you're really walking into a, a messy kind of yeah. 
yeah, just web puzzle. Yeah, don't here. deny yourself. You don't have to. Just you know, give somebody the opportunity of knowing where the where the game is at this point in time, and they can be appropriate with it. Yeah, and it's honesty. Well, and be true to yourself, right? Be true to yourself. Like if so, you're having all these urges and these feelings and these crushes, and you've already cheated, then right. why, why just do, really think about if you want a relationship right now. Why do you and I want to t- start telling people how to manipulate the situation where you and I? Profess, you, I certainly profess, don't manipulate. Yeah, don't lie. Don't right. do any of this stuff. Let let the relationships be true and honest. Yeah. Well, and, and so you're reading between the lines and saying, it sounds like you're not ready for this type of commitment. Absolutely, you're not ready for this commitment yet. Yeah. Be true and honest to yourself. Go explore it all. Yeah. Be direct about it. Just say, I I have plans. I I. I have dated women that were that brutally honest with me and I didn't run away. In fact, in some of them, I got a stronger relationship with them because we were able to be honest. I can see that. Yeah. So that's my, uh, that's my take. Okay. Well, let's, uh, we're going to roll to Patreon. Okay. Thanks so much for uh, watching this week. Next week, the heart. (laughs) <laughs> valentine's day lips that's right that's it all all those soft cushions right here go for so it. really the the moral of the story here is you should come clean absolutely come clean it's better for you it's better for them but you don't have to come clean as far as the guy goes that you do with him not with the boyfriend but you can certainly tell the boyfriend i am going to date i just mean among all these stories yes it's better to come clean absolutely Okay, well, send us off. Take us out. Thanks again for watching us this week. We'll see you next week on Valentine's Day. And now we're going to move on to Patreon. And how many Patreons do we have for him? Un. Un, one good one, because he he studies them. That's right. So so we'll see you in Patreon as soon as you, you, you join in. And don't forget, here's one more little plea. There's a plaque that, why don't you grab that plaque real quick? No, no. It's a lot of work. Oh, he's a lot of work. But we want we we're really trying to get the um the subscribers up. So please check to make sure you're a subscriber and tell a couple friends if you really enjoy the show and see if you can get them to uh to fall in suit and enjoy our show as well. Yeah. And then I'll meet up I'll, I'll get my goal. There we go. So we'll see you on Patreon. Bye and we'll see you next week as well. <laughs> and Holly says goodbye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.